ain't no party like a Detroit party because a Detroit party don't stop. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hey, Larry, it's Planet Rage. Darren, baby, let go of Primal Scream. You know, this is pent up demand and rage, I'm sure. Yeah, a week off. This is episode 32. 32. Closing in on the magic number. The magic number, yes. It was one of those things. I mean, I talked about it a little bit where I could feel it like that Thursday. My ears were all clogged up. I know. And that's then what I, you get for swimming in this in the springtime. That's, so what you you get for, that. that's what you get for mixing with people that was going to the that's wedding. It. Now you're talking. That's the problem. Yes. And then there were too many people. And five days later, all of a sudden, the ears were filling up. And so I took a, you know, all the decongestants and all that. And by Friday, yeah. which was my birthday, even though right. Google Assistant said to have a good day, I podcasted with Gene anyway and did uh, an episode of Unrelenting. And then the rest of the weekend, I did the pre-show, but I was you know, feeling a little bit run down, a little bit tired. Yeah. And by Monday, I was just like kind of zonked out. And it may have been starting to take the uh, allergy medications because I'm pretty sure every time when I start taking those the first couple of days, it's like, uh, yes, you don't even want to do anything. Yeah. So it seems to have cleared up, which is good. That's very good. But I know people need to rage. So uh, I apologize yeah. for that. Yeah. And you said we just have to double down now. That's it. So your ears are completely clear now. Yes. Those seem That's to be amazing. Good. Yeah. Just, I, there was a time when I was like flying back uh, cross country, uh, you know, a couple times a month for months on end. And at one one of those junctures, I guess I had a cold or whatever. And the uh, the cabin pressure was so extreme. There was like this pop in my ear and uh, it, there was fluid in there. And I went to, you know, an ear guy and he said, uh, you know, take uh, whatever the fuck, you know, like antihistamines whatever something to dry your head out you right. know for a while i'm telling you for about two years that ear was on half power it, it just never cleared up it was insane um and then i also discovered i talked to a pilot when i was getting another flight says why is it sometimes I'll, I'll be in a plane and the the pressure is like just uh excruciating and other times it's not at all in the case it's, it's a shit pilot that's not automatic they control that right it's how quickly you're descending yeah. And making so that about change. That? <laughs> and there are earplugs that you can wear. And I tried them once and they really did not seem comfortable. And I'm not saying they don't work for some yeah. people, but I believe it tries to regulate the pressure when that kind of stuff happens. But I just found those uh-huh. to be really uncomfortable yeah. because I'm one of those that when flying, which sucks anyway. Yes. But I'm the kind that's like, you have to keep clearing the ears because if it's just like, well, I'll just wait 
and then deal with it when you land it's like then yeah they don't pop and yeah that's no fun either but that's kind of the the vibe i had when they kind of started filling up so i was happy that that cleared up but for uh you know for a few days too had the a little bit more pronounced i always have a little bit but not as much as you would think with all the loud rock music i've heard in my life i've I've always had you know a little bit of tinnitus Mm -hmm. but nothing that has been uh something that would concern me there's a lot of people that are like hey i have to put headphones in or something like that even to be able to sleep but for me there was more of a once the ear cleared and it seems to be kind of subsiding now but there was like a low frequency tinnitus which was something new that was just kind of weird and i think i am just a little my ears maybe are too good because my eyes have always sucked but i think there is you know stuff going on outside and it just you kind of hear this low hum and i did a little research and there's a lot of people that report hearing a low hum it's the havana syndrome thing it could it's the commies it's the commies the commies are after you're, me they are they're zapping your uh, your residents there with whatever they did to the guys in havana right? i wouldn't doubt it i mean they could at least <laughs> send some really pointy uh, kgb chicks or something if they want to they want to try to turn me exactly you know i've been hoping for that a long time and it's uh, not happening just hasn't (laughs) happened you know and and always like she's going to show up wearing a uh, a chinchilla coat right and high heels and and high heels and then the coat opens and there's nothing nothing no undergarments but that never happens no no No, we are we are here for you comrade no (laughs) that doesn't happen but here in chicago really a quiet easter weekend 14 shot one fatally so Ah, there's that but we did easter with the family and it was nice because we listened to the most recent that larry show on the way home and there was a little bit of sinner sunday in there which was great there was thank you very much yes yeah and it was interesting to me that you mentioned bronx tina Mm -hmm. because this this is really making me think and this has been bothering me since i heard that episode yesterday because on twitter there was somebody it wasn't her count account directly mm-hmm. but there was somebody on twitter that had posted one of her rants and i've got the audio you know, if people want to get the vibe of this we can play that for them sure but one of her rants that was showing up at the top of my twitter feed for days mm-hmm. and it was very weird to me because i'm like one i don't know who this person is it was so annoying mainly because having a video as the top thing on the page the top when you load twitter the video was playing automatically which annoys me on every website yeah where you open it up and the video starts Mm -hmm. so i was so annoyed that i blocked the person that posted that video or muted them which either way right and the video kept showing up (laughs) <laughs> well hey, twitter sees you see what they you see what they want you to see darren and that's it yes so matter. here's my question yeah why does the evil leftist twitter want me to see this woman because she is allegedly the opposite of that yeah maybe they think you're a leftist too and they want to <laughs> piss you off i mean it's an imperfect platform i mean that you would be that. a really but bad algorithm if they think i'm a leftist well you know what i noticed is um i know what you're talking about pika but i think what happens is there's two different um uh, it hap- it only happens what you're talking about 
with where, where you seem to be stuck in a certain position on Twitter. And that happens for the mobile on my phone or a tablet. But if I open Twitter on the computer, it's always a fresh feed. So I'm not exactly sure why that is. But yeah, it's very, you know, you see the same thing again and again. Just up there it is. And it's usually a video. Like yes. You said. Yeah. And this was the video. That's the well, this is the audio from the video. Open our fucking pipelines here in America. Our gas prices are going through the fucking roof. But you don't give two shits about Americans. You don't. But you care about Russia and Putin. Boy, oh boy, you work hard for his pipeline. The same pipeline that's funding the war against Ukraine. Yet if this was President Trump, it would be investigation after investigation. Russia, Russia, Russia. Biden, your sanctions aren't fucking working. You're weak. Your whole presidency is weak. Your whole party's weak and anti-American. Open our fucking pipelines, motherfucker. Fuck out of here. Hey, Biden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the attitude. The interesting thing is even, uh, even what's his name? Bill Maher. I saw that. Mentioned her and played yeah. uh, or showed a t-shirt and maybe played a little mm. clip from her. But. She's getting a lot of attention from some very leftist sources, which make me sure. wonder what's going on here. If, if this is a Manchurian candidate kind of thing, is this uh, I mean, I don't know how. I mean, she seems legit in what she's saying or, you know, I'm even wondering if she is 100 percent authentic mm. as Bill Maher. When he talked about her, they're pushing her as a complete loon because, well, let's be honest, as far as politicians go. She's coming off a little bit crazy with the way she delivers things, but she's running for a local seat, you know, for a local uh, right. um, um, post in the Bronx, which that's how people talk in the Bronx. So, yes, she might yeah. win. Let's hope she does. I'm all in for her. That would be entertaining. Um, yeah. You know, think, but you know, it's so funny, though, but this uh the, the whole the whole bronx tina thing is uh, and and a guy like mar sitting there. by the way she's very smart because she she retweeted mars um sort of uh you know zing at her and said hey thanks for the shout out bill uh t-shirt sales are through the roof so well, she's, yeah he she's showed no the t-shirt yeah. i mean how does she that not how does that yeah, not which, sell t-shirts exactly so she's pretty slick slick broad she really is and uh, but but her her situation, I think, is representative of of so much of the political uh, you know zeitgeist in America. And what it is, is people people would rather have someone who they think is nice and sounds nice and looks like, oh, they look and sound like a president or a senator or a congressperson. Oh, I don't want her. She uses bad words. She might be fucking Hitler. You know, but but as long as they as long as a person uses nice words and looks like the way they're supposed to look, they're happy. And that's how we have the shit fucking government that we have right now. Really? Well, that's totally true. Yeah. That's how so many people just keep getting elected. Yeah. I mean, I remember this when I was working in the magazine business and this guy was a bureau chief for a big magazine. We used to hang out and talk in his office. And this is the time that Clinton was coming up. Right. And um, in this conversation. Yeah, I forget who else was uh, had their hat in the ring, but I, I don't think he just he had yet been anointed the candidate. But he was certainly a, a front runner. And this guy says, "Man, I like that. I like that Bill Clinton. He looks presidential." And I said, "What the fuck does that mean?" The guy that was doing an Excedrin commercial last night, who was dressed like a doctor, he looked like a doctor, but he's just some fucking asshole actor. 
What does what does he looks presidential mean? But really, that's what America wants. Well, yeah, look somebody at who Zelensky. Looks, looks like an actor, <laughs> Zelensky, that idiot. Yeah. By the way, I, heard, I saw a thing that uh, Gene pissed off uh, CSB uh, <laughs> saying that Poland was originally part of Russia. Yeah, this, this has been going on that? for a long time. <laughs> this has been going on. This is older, I think, than the Russia and Poland argument is Gene and uh, CSB. Really goes back. Uh. Some people just will never be able to see eye to eye. But you want to have those conversations. That's the fun part. And you yeah. know, that is it with the people. Well, he looks presidential. I mean, I get it. And it's funny because that was a big problem for at least what the left was saying about donald trump was oh he's he's very much like bronx tina and he'll say things that aren't you know smooth that he won't go through that filter right and that which is completely idiotic yeah completely fucking idiot it's a state when when people say things like that they might as well just preface with i'm really stupid here's an example well it's the other way the swamp got built is that people are very unwilling to change. And anybody that's been in office, it doesn't matter how long, they have a huge advantage of being able to point to the other person and go, they've never done the job, but I have. They could be worse than me. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. But the reality is, I mean, I get it when the house seats, are filled every two years i would think that somebody going in to do that job as any job i mean you've had different jobs in your life as have i you don't sit down and get hired to do a job and you are perfect and you are great and you know what you're supposed to be doing day one it takes some kind of training time for you to pick up most jobs what you're doing how you're going to do it what your workflow is going to be so it seems that two years is maybe a very short period of time And I get why people are like, well, no, I'd rather have the incumbent because they've already gone. They've gone through that and they know how this system works. These new people coming in, they don't know how the system works. But I mean, I guess, I mean, spoilers, the system sucks. System shit. System's broken. It's very corrupt. And new blood is needed. But that really, it bothers me that Twitter was showing me this woman because it's like everything I know about Twitter would say, they wouldn't want me to be seeing that so it's weird it is weird usually they want you to see shit that'll piss you off that's what they want which uh i mean maybe they figured this would do it just any video is gonna piss me off so that kind of worked and maybe that was it that they wanted to piss me off with somebody that was giving me the message that i would like but i'm now Mm. pissed off every time i see her because it's like i I don't want to hear you i just want to see what loading on twitter <laughs> so maybe that's it it's a uh, it's a whole new level of propaganda yeah. and i think you should be able to sue websites that automatically play audio or video when you load them there you go i don't I like, like it i do not yeah. it wastes way too much time yes. but i thought that was interesting especially you know with elon trying to buy twitter oh and it's like i'm Thanks. not a big elon fan i've never been a big elon fan i've never really followed elon I mean, I know mm-hmm. he's been involved in some companies that have made a lot of money. Yep. And I think Twitter needs a good deducing, if we can use a no agenda term. They need something to come through. Oh, no. It needs an enema. That's <laughs> That's, you're absolutely right. <laughs> they need a really high power enema. Yeah. Rocket fueled enema. 
Makes it like blows the top of their heads off. That, that kind of animal. And that kind of a change <laughs> would be good. But I'm wondering, say Elon is successful. Yeah. What percentage of Twitter employees are walking off the job minute one? I'll tell you, maybe 0.03, something like that, because they're all full of shit. They're like, well, I need the job. I need the money right. more. Exactly. Yeah. It's easy yeah. to be the social justice warrior when you know your company is going to back you and not fire you. Right. Right. It is a, a lot different. Them, a lot of them will stay saying, you know, and they'll probably get this right from that bullshit CEO. You know, don't quit. Stay in and we'll change. We'll change it from we then. You know, we'll, we'll keep fighting the good fight. We'll keep censoring everybody we don't like. And maybe Musk won't even notice. You know, you know, that's going to go around. Well, yeah. right. That is the other question if he does even come in it's like there's all like you said it's it's a full-on enema that's needed how do you get the people out that are doing the shadow banning that are the ones that are making these choices and have been right Right. at twitter it's a bigger problem than one might think although if elon walks in on day one and would say well put donald trump's account back up Mm -hmm. then i can see where that would be a uh that would be a battle from moment one, although they would find a reason to ban him again within minutes, no doubt. They probably would. But I think, you know, Musk is, uh, you know, he's certainly controversial. Uh, he's certainly not dumb in any way. He's a very sharp guy. And I think he's sharp enough to say if he does, is, if he does succeed in buying it, he will immediately appoint somebody to be CEO and then say, hey, I'm not a micromanager. I, I, I just hired, you know, Joe Blow and he's going to do what he wants to do. And then if that guy says, you know, put Trump back or whatever, it's, it's just like uh, Musk is going to go, hey, I'm doing SpaceX and another model of Tesla. He's running Twitter. Fuck off. You know, kind of take the take the heat off himself. He's smart enough to do that, I think. True. And free speech is not hard to understand. And it's interesting when you see the far leftist media freaking out at the mm. prospect of a free speech Twitter. Yeah saying yeah, it's going to so, ruin the democracy how does that work yeah uh well it, it, in, in, in typical fashion um you know some some douchebag on twitter named max boot saw his little thing where he he, he said um uh he didn't they never see they always come up they always tweak the language so they don't call it censorship they he called it um a moderated content you know, less moderated right. content will destroy our, quote, democracy, unquote. So there's your there's your trigger words for the mouth breathers. Um, it's incredible. Yeah. But that's that's how they operate. Moderated content. OK, right. Otherwise, it's unsafe <laughs> because we don't know it's who's unsafe. posting it. That's right. Beyond moderated, yeah. it is moving towards. I mean, the UK has been trying to do this. I haven't seen a really big push in the United States because I do think there would be way more pushback. But. The UK has tried multiple times to get to a system where it's like, oh, if you want to be on the Internet, everything you have to do has to be tracked back to you. Sure. So there's no anonymity at that point. Right. Oh, yeah. Because that would take care of everything. If we know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, nobody's ever been hacked before. Nobody's going to be using somebody else's account to post something. Right. Right. That never happens. People always look to place blame which i laughed at this story i mean not at the story itself but this was out of a town in michigan where a kindergarten student brought in some jose cuervo <laughs> right you see where this liking, one's going right i'm liking this bat? kid already uh-huh. yeah. okay it was one of these 
like pre-made i'm guessing like in a beer bottle soda bottle kind of thing a single serving hard lemonade i guess is uh, well, I, th- I thought it'd be cuervo gold and he'd be playing that steely dan track from the late be 70s better just bring in a full <laughs> bottle start making margaritas exactly yeah salt shaker some lime do it right this was then shared with a few of his classmates one of them told the teacher and of course, of course. hilarity ensued yeah and the extent that they're going with this like well you know we contacted poison control and this and that and oh, it's like like poison oh, control yeah it's i mean it's one granted it's an alcoholic beverage but it wasn't straight tequila it was like a 10 yeah. percent alcohol beverage so that's what five proof as for mm-hmm. those of you who like to go by the proofing system right. it's basically having a beer right so having a kindergartner while you don't want them to be sipping beer while at school having mm-hmm. a couple of sips will not kill them true i'm living proof <laughs> this was what you were doing in kindergarten no but when i was 10 years old okay in fifth grade um there is a there is a, a little italian joint uh, a few blocks from the school and one of my reprobate buddies said hey man um guess what i found i said what'd you find he says pizza joint where i got pizza and beer and i said like well how does that happen what do I- <laughs> What it was was the owner, I guess the owner of the place was a younger guy and he worked a day job. And then at night he'd put on his, you know, his uh, little red jacket and, and do the, the, the restaurant thing. But in the daytime, he left his like, you know, probably late 60s, early 70s dad to run the lunch business at this uh, at this restaurant. And guess what? In Italy at that time. It's probably changed now, but nobody gave a fuck about giving wine to kids or beer or anything. And so, and so for uh, several, several times, uh, my friends and I would go in there, order a large pie and uh, Schlitzer Schaefer all around and go back to class with a buzz on. In fact, I did an episode about that. I can't remember what the hell it was called, but uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Made school a lot more fun. A lot more fun. A lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then it kind of blew up. Uh, um, some cop came in. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> but he was a good guy. He didn't. He didn't call poison control or whatever the fuck else. The guy was very nice. He said, "Hey, you guy, what are you doing? <laughs> We're having a beer. Sit down with. Join us. Says, Come on." <laughs> right, <laughs> he well, says, he's, he, the guy was totally cool. He goes, "Hey, you know this guy. You know I know Giuseppe or whatever his kid. You know, he's worked hard to get this liquor license. He'll they'll pull out in a second. You guys can't do this. You know, <laughs> finish your drinks and get out. <laughs> right. Stop it already. Come on. He was cool. Yeah." You know, yeah, there is no need for a total freak out. There was one of these articles that mentioned the mom of one of yeah. the students right. was on the phone with the teacher and asked, mm-hmm. well, how much did little Betty drink? And the teacher right. asked little Betty, how much did you drink? And Betty's like, I don't know. And the teacher's right. like, well, I can't really say. It's like, well, how would you how would you say? Right. And, you know, this was an article from uh, Fox 2 in Detroit. Our buddy NetNet says, ain't no party like a Detroit party because a Detroit party don't stop. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even even when it's in kindergarten, they're, they're going yeah. hard. <laughs> but this article says the parents are obviously angry about what happened, but not with the child. They're directing their anger at school officials at the Grand River Academy. They're wondering how it happened and how it could have been prevented. Oh, what? fuck off. <laughs> yes. It's like, what do you mean? How ha- yeah. I mean, this this is well, where we go to in this society, Larry, which is like, 
a kid snuck in a beer basically and gave it right. to a couple of kids and the response is oh my god how could, how could this, this happen? have happened well it's the alec baldwin thing He's right. still searching for the truth how did right. that gun go off in my hand it's like <laughs> what do you mean how could it happen a kid took a beer from home and brought it in to school i'm like how could it be prevented easily we strip search every kid as they come there into school go. now you're talking there that's you all go. you can I mean really when those are your uh, the questions how did it happen and how could it be prevented that's the answer right because if you think teachers can tell what's in right. little jimmy's lunchbox whether it's a juice box or a because i guess I think they have juice box looking things that are alcoholic drinks now too let's hope so <laughs> but i think they've already tried the answer to that there and i'm pretty sure a lot of schools require uh you know see-through backpacks I'm not even sure that would have caught it if it looked no. like a if it looked like the packaging looked like it was a non-alcoholic right. beverage. And then what do you do sure. if kids bring things in and thermoses? Of course, of course. Yeah. Sporting course. events have dealt with this for years because I know that was the same thing with NASCAR for a while. I think major major league baseball did the same thing with the clear bags so they could see what's inside. Right. And, oh, you can bring water in, but you can't bring in a, you know, a Coca-Cola or any other right. kind of drink. But it's very easy to mistake some of these alcoholic beverages with non-alcoholic beverages. And it's like, is that really the school's job? Every student right. walking in to see what they have on their person and what they don't. It's fucked up. It is. It's crazy. It is crazy. And it's like parents. uh who do, you, who do you blame it's like well there's really nobody to blame you can't no, what even- i would say i'm sorry what i would say to mom and dad is with their outrage how do we stop this? hey hey fucktards uh if you think this is the first time johnny uh, scarfed some of your hooch he's been at that a while until he decided to bring it to school i guarantee it right well that's the question with the kid that brought it to school because it seemed like he shared it or she i don't know to be honest we may be misgendering and then told them that wasn't juice, that was alcohol. Otherwise, the kids probably wouldn't have known what the little sip, right. you know, sharing one little bottle with multiple friends sure. at school. I mean, at least it was sure. nice. He was sharing. Yeah. But the parent freak out. It's like, can you really even blame the it's a kindergarten age? It's like, do they really know what they're doing? They're like, oh, this is funny. This is alcohol. I'm not supposed to have this. But you bring it into school. It's like, I don't know. That's at an age where it's really hard to. uh to bring down the hammer of justice and they'll try they'll yeah try. it's like how, even with those parents how do you blame the parents a kid snuck it out of the fridge it's like again you right nobody watches their kid 24 hours a day seven days a week no parent knows what their kids are doing mm-hmm. mine certainly didn't no it's impossible and i've heard plenty of stories on that larry show that your parents had no idea what you were doing either <laughs> and they were very vigilant parents but you know i, I was pretty crafty so what do you right. do <laughs> that's the job of the kid is to get away with right. whatever we can exactly it's the parent's job to catch as much so i would tell that kid you know forget the juice box whatever the hard cider crap and go right to cuervo gold and the little airline bottles you right could probably you could probably stash like at least three of those in each of your athletic socks on your way into school <laughs> right and you're wow now you're talking good times yeah those are small enough where you don't have to bring it into your lunch you can you can tape yeah. that to your person yeah like i said we're then there'll be strip searches at the school yes yeah, oh, and a lot of, you know, those Disney schools are like that. Probably. So. <laughs> there was another story out of the Austin, Texas area. 
which uh, had a parent of one of the kids at an elementary school giving out Easter baskets, you know, at the pickup line. Well, okay. it's, it's, it's a, wait, that's a wrong way to say that for kids coming out of elementary school where the, the parents are there to pick up the children. Okay. And it turned out a lot of these baskets had condoms in it. What? Yes. How'd that happened. How'd that happen? <laughs> Asshole parent, because they knew what they were doing. Yeah. But this again is pushing this liberal oh, so- ideology. Okay. Okay. And giving well, out fuck. condoms to elementary school kids. Fuck those people. Uh huh. Now, the yeah. schools like this was not something that was planned. I'm like, okay, well, this is a case where I will blame the school because you should have somebody out there, as I believe they do, when parents are there to pick up kids, watching so the kids don't get snagged or grabbed or something by the wrong people. When you see some asshole in a bunny suit that isn't a part of your school, yeah, don't let them hand stuff out to the children. Well, I got to say, I don't know how that would work um, because you'd have to you know, like funnel people through a turnstile or something like cattle, because, you know, for many years I picked up both my kids. And let me tell you, um, when school's out, uh, it's like somebody kicked over a, a shoebox full of cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's true. Chaos prevails and they just scatter. And that's that. <laughs> it's just I don't know how that would work. Yeah, there's no control. But, I mean, I get no. that. Yeah. Now, if they actually were able to determine who this parent was, and I'm guessing they will or do because they said it was a parent, not just random guy in bunny suit, which in Austin, maybe that's normal. Like you've talked about walking down your street. Maybe people just walk around. Maybe they do. Yeah. In a bunny suit. Giving out little Easter surprises. And it's like, oh, there's condoms inside. I mean, what kid's going to be like at an elementary school? Like, dude, I want the chocolate. What's this? Yeah. Yeah. It just shows the mentality of people, and it's scary. People are sick. It is scary. It is absolutely insane. But I brought a clip from a guy on the YouTubes, which I had to go through and just verify that he really is a seemingly Romanian guy, because I can't figure out if this is just somebody like doing a Borat-type accent or whatnot. Sure. But he went on a rant about economics that I thought was fantastic. And it was about a 10 minute thing. And I clipped it down to about the last three minutes. So of course, as always yell, if you want to interrupt this, but I thought the guy had a combination where we've talked about, you like the really angry people and I like the slow burn. Yes. This guy went, and that's a lot of the part that happened before this started out calm and slow burning, (laughs) but morphed. Yeah. Morphed into this. What does matter is that in your vicinity, there are goods and the goods are finite in number. They're not an infinite number of goods, even though it seems that way. When you go to the supermarket, you think that they never will run out. Stop. But in reality, there is a. F- I got to say that f- accent sounds phony as shit. I know. And if, if there's any, I mean, but I don't know if there's any like, like ECSB, maybe somebody Eastern Europe could uh, you know verify that. But it sounds really fake to me. It does. And it's somebody that he has a decent amount of followers on YouTube. I will put the link in and he's done a bunch of videos with this accent, which I mean, again, if it's a bit just like the guy that stood up in front of the uh, city council, (laughs) if it's a bit, I mean, I give you all the uh, props in the world for for keeping it up 
or this may just be somebody who English is the second language. Could be. And I'd like to know either way, whether it's fake or not, it is good rant. Yeah. Finite number of goods. The more goods people take, the fewer remain. The fewer remain, the higher the price goes. So when you print meal tickets, it's literally the same thing. Now, you can make the argument that it's a good choice, that it's necessary, that, that it should be done. Okay, fine. Now you're helping the vulnerable in society. Okay. I think you're absolutely stupid, mentally challenged and wrong and worthy of a blue check mark on Twitter, but okay. Personally, the main problem is that there is not enough stuff and you can't print money out of this. You you cannot just give meal tickets out of this shit. And he was talking about the fact that in Romania they're now printing basically not cash, but it is what we in America would consider like food stamps right. and food assistance and how that is the same thing as printing money, mm-hmm. which I think he's right about. Yes. The way to fix it is to make more stuff. But, oh, you can't make more stuff because of a series of bad decisions that happened in the last two years. Bad decisions, like, for example, oh, let's keep everyone safe and shut the fucking economy. Surely nothing will happen because of it. If we can save one life, well, congratulations, the life has been saved. I hope it's worth it. Now pay the fucking bill when you go to the groceries and you buy lettuce for $10. And by the way, this video is made in uh, 14th of April, 2022. See, now that leads me to believe he's at least European because nobody in the United States would say 14 April. They would all say April 14th. You're right. That's a tell. You're right. Yeah. So if you think that $10 per latest, it would be a fucking good deal. You're probably watching this in the future, aren't you? <laughs> good point. And then you have the environmental activists who are like, oh, let's let, let's stop buying gas. Let, let, let's ban fracking. Let's ban all of this shit. Guess what? Making stuff, agriculture, guess what it needs? It needs energy. Where does energy come from? Oh, it comes from green energy. Well, where the fuck is that green energy? Where is it? Where is it? Because there isn't any, is it? It's not enough. It's not enough. First build it and then turn off the gas, you fucking morons. How- <laughs> I'm loving this guy. I'm loving this guy. I think he's talking right at Joey. I don't know who, who the fuck is running Romania, but he must be. Maybe it's another Biden. Did they elect a Biden over there? It's What's very possible. Yeah. It is very possible. And he's hitting it directly he's on, which it. is. What he is saying is sound. So if it's a comedic bit, I also would have to give you credit for knowing what you're talking about when it comes to economics and mm. then and then keeping this going through the bit. Yeah. Earth, are you putting the cart in front of the horse and expecting it to run? Like if there's no energy, if there isn't any and you're like, oh, but, but like we can have solar power. Great. Where are they? First you build them, and then you shut off the thing that exists. Is that how your mommy does when, when she changes the electrical company? That Does she take off the power from the house and leaves you in the cold for months on end until the new electric power company comes in? Is that how it works in your mommy house, Mr. Green Activist? Is this how it is done? I also believe just the way some of this stuff is said. I don't know. I, th- I think he's legit. He might be. I'm, I'm certainly leaning that way now. 
Yeah. It's like absolutely right. All of this, well, we need to get to. And most sane people, I think, will agree with that, which is, wow, you know, if solar panels actually worked and they were enough to power a city, that's great. But let's build those and have them working, you know, before we turn off the nukes or the coal power or sure. whatever else you got. Yeah. But no, that's not what the greenies want. And I saw no. uh, a stat the other day that solar or I'm sorry, wind power was now like number two in providing power across the USA. And that's a scary thought. That's bullshit. I don't believe that for a second. I don't either. And there's way too many problems with wind. I mean, you know, when the wind slows down, then you don't have power. And the fact that it's killing birds and they're showing how they didn't go through the steps to get the proper authorization and clearances because there's bald eagles, which, I mean, you know, they're protected species in the United States. And the green people are very, very serious about that, that if you kill Mm -hmm. a bald eagle, man, you're going to jail. Yeah. Well, these windmills are slaughtering them left and right. Yeah. Well, you know, the the, the wind thing, I mean, what it is, is these assholes always try to apply, uh, you know, they have the one size fits all mentality, which is the essence of of leftism, communism, the hive mentality. And there's a fuck ton of solar panels on homes in Southern California. And I know people who have them. And it does work pretty good because it's fucking hot as hell here in the sun. And it's like two cloudy days a year. Right. Okay. Doesn't probably work so good in Chicago or Milwaukee. Right. right? Or most, most of the country. Okay. And then as far as the wind thing goes, there's one of the, maybe the biggest wind farm in the world is uh, I've been through dozens of times. It's out in a place on the Coachella Valley when you, uh, when you drive into the Palm Springs area and there's four, maybe 5,000 of these things. Uh, scatter around, but they're there and they sometimes, you know, they spin, but it's where they are is that they're in a channel uh, of the Canyon of this mountain range. And it's, it's like a, you know, God's wind tunnel. So it's usually pretty fucking windy there, but that's not a guarantee. And some people I've read, I've uh, read their studies that said that just the amount of, of, uh, of, of mining and installation, all the bullshit that goes into putting up just one of these wind turbines um, isn't recouped for something like 60 years. So what the fuck are you talking about? You know? Right. There's so, a lot of those companies that aren't making money. If, correct. If it were not for the government subsidies and the subsidies Absolutely. are only there because, yes, oh, we need to do more. It's it is yes. not an efficient use of money. Right. Yeah. Which if everything's going good in, a, in an economy, you can right. forgive that. But is, is everything going good in our economy right now? I haven't checked right. lately. Is everything is Joey in full control? Everything mm-hmm. good? Inflation yeah. in check? Is that is that what's going on now? Or right. Uh, where are things right. running no. out of control? Doesn't look so good. No. <laughs> so with the power intentionally going up and the guy, the Romanian guy in the first like six or seven minutes that I cut off was talking about supply and demand and how when there is more demand, right. prices go up and people are then claiming that it's gouging. But he's like, it's the way that a free market system rations things. And also a great point. And he was explaining stuff that I think even people who have no idea about money or economics or anything can understand, which 
he said, well, if everything as of, you know, midnight tonight in your local grocery store was suddenly free, what would your grocery store look like at like one o'clock in the morning? And then, you know, nine o'clock in the morning, empty. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because people would go in and they would take more than they're going to use. There would be a lot of waste. And he's absolutely right. What some of this stuff is, or just companies going, you know, we only have uh, because of whatever the issue may be, whether it is something in the supply chain, whether it is something to do with you know, the the covid virus that, you know, you can't slaughter as many animals, whatever it is, if there is less chicken available, the price is going to go up because of the fact that there is less of it. Yes. And I mean, it, it's easy to point at the, you know, shell corporations and the Exxon and those whoever the big gas company is around you <laughs> that. Well, they're gouging people. It's like, well, but no, they're not the ones setting. I mean, they set their prices and don't get me wrong. They're making money. Yeah. But the price of gasoline is pretty much pegged to the price of a barrel of oil. And that's not within their control. Sure. But, you know, the, the mouth breathers, they buy into that shit. And it's been that way for 40 years. The evil oil companies, you know, they killed they killed the electric car. There's a there's somebody had a magic tablet you could throw in a gas tank that would get you 200 miles a gallon. <laughs> they, you know, really, they buy into this shit and because they're they're stupid. They're just by the way, as far as the chicken thing goes, I was going to send you chicken soup when you were ill. But then I heard about the thing with Adam John with the, the avian flu and they killed a million and a half chickens. And I thought, see, that would really suck if I tried to help you and wind up killing you. <laughs> poisoning me. Right. Exactly. So I said, fuck the chicken soup. He'll get better on his own. Yeah. Oh, and also, I want to say you may have doppelgangers. Um, we were out to dinner with some friends uh, Saturday night. They brought along, you know, a couple of UFOs we didn't know. And their names were Darren and Kim. Ooh. Ooh, that's a little weird. <laughs> Except little, you could have you could have put this guy in your pocket. <laughs> see, there you go. It's like there you go. It's like the Art Bell segment. It's like uh, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld with it's Bizarro World. <laughs> it's Bizarro Jerry and Bizarro, Bizarro George. Yeah, but out in California, we would expect nothing but the Bizarro version. It's guaranteed. We had yeah. Easter with my nephew and his new wife and my sister and. He's just back from your lovely state. And how did, how did he enjoy it? He overall enjoyed it. He said, you know, going through San Francisco, obviously, and uh, parts of L.A., the yeah. homeless problem was a little worse. But he's worked downtown here in Chicago mm-hmm. for a few years, and he walks from the train. So he's no uh, he's not hasn't. What's the word I'm looking for here? He's no stranger to seeing right you know, homeless on the streets here. He's like, yeah, it's definitely a little bit worse, but it's not like Chicago's uh, Chicago's great. And right. they had fun in Disney, even though everybody understands Disney's a horrible, evil company. Yes. I was going to say something meaner, but uh, go for it. This is planet rage, <laughs> not planet nice, Darren. Come on. That's true. That is true. There are a bunch of commie <laughs> bastards who are trying to ruin. Go. Now you're talking infiltrate the uh, yeah. the minds of children, but it's OK. It's OK. You know, when they start doing it in China, then right. they can they can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But they had a really good time at the 
wine country they were originally planning and seeing 14 wineries and they made it to 12 so that was a pretty good that's uh, wow that's impressive <laughs> most people they do that same thing oh we're gonna go to 10 or 12 they never get past the third one <laughs> right. that's, that's that's very impressive depends how the much you drink at each place and uh yeah and who's driving and that yeah. whole system mm-hmm. but they enjoyed that and i can see that would be a nice, nice time nice. over the uh you know, over the Disney thing, which Disney, I used to love Disney. That's what makes me so mad about Disney is that it was at one point, while probably always involved in some of the political stuff I didn't like, it wasn't in your face. Yeah. And once everything starts moving to that phase, which is where we are with the woke virtue signaling world, is that you can't go to Target, as I mentioned before, to buy anything without seeing, oh, buy black created merchandise and that being given preferential treatment it's like why don't we just treat everybody the same well you know there was a time when corporate corporations avoided uh you know making political statements like the plague right really you know and i don't know what what changed that but it doesn't seem to be working out very well for them i think it was the internet i think it is the way people communicate now yeah which is we've heard Story after story over the last decade or so. It's not enough, Larry, that you don't, you know, that you're not supporting them. You're not coming out against them. You know, there that you mentality. That's right. That's correct. Yes. So where Disney maybe was mainly stepping back, you know, any of these companies who are like, you know, Michael Jordan, I'm probably butchering the quote, but at one point, I believe made a comment, something like, you know, Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah, he's right. And rightfully so, I mean, whether he said it or not, that's absolutely true. Mm. But in the new world where, you know, by you not making a statement, we're going after you. And this really hit with probably started big time. Media Matters, I believe, was the organization with Rush Limbaugh, where they started going after advertisers that were advertising on conservative programs yes and it has continued to get out of control once they got everybody from going through and and spending ad money on these shows that's when Mm. it flipped to then the norm was not are you advertising on the rush limbaugh program the new bar that they set was well are you supporting the liberal causes right and if not well then you were bad Mm mm-hmm And I think that's how we got to it. I think that's how we got to the insanity that we are at now, which is, you know, why can't people just have that sense of normalcy that, you know, maybe the five-year-old shouldn't be given any kind of programming about gender or sex or any of that. Yeah. You know, instead it's like, well, no, no, that's hateful if you don't allow them to get that. Yeah, but the funny part is, it, you know, what you're talking about is them demanding that you uh, um, come out in support of their side goes back to the seminal issue, which you identified a long time ago of it's fucking bullying, isn't right. it? Right. Yes. But not for them. Right. If they do it, it's fine. It's OK. Because then it's for your child. Right. And I just get so, so tired of seeing that. As I talked about on the last random thoughts, the mother trying to sue facebook and instagram for her son's suicide Mm -hmm. and comes right out and says well you know 
he wasn't sleeping. He was up all night on Instagram, <laughs> night after night. And I'm like, well, how didn't you take that device away? Yeah. How sure. didn't you turn the Internet off? Are you not in control of that? Right. I mean, if it was really seriously impacting your, you know, your kid's health and you saw that, mm. well, you take the device away. And if somehow he gets another device, well, then you turn the Internet at home off. You pull yeah. the plug. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, it's like if the kids got the money to buy a cell phone and have a plan on their own, there's nothing yeah. you can do. But I don't think the kid was at that age. Yeah. When it comes down to it, you know, you have a router at home. Anybody that's got a modem and router sure. at home, you pull the plug. Little Jimmy can't get around that. I used to do that with my older daughter when I thought she was doing the cell phone too much. I just fucking shut it off at, uh, who the hell was I with? At Sprint. There was an option. You could dig in there and say, you know, stop old data, whatever. So, you know, I could, right. get, you, I could call her if I needed to get a hold of her. She wanted to call. But all that shit, boom, shut, shut off the water. I did it all the time. Used to really piss her off. <laughs> glad i did it <laughs> See, that was good that was good parenting yeah it's like you have a problem you're not sleeping you're doing this too much with this kid that killed himself and it's like the parents saw that but they didn't take action at the time to stop it right it, it, you know you wait until things have gotten way out of hand and that is really who's winning here even if they get a settlement from facebook or instagram it's like your child is still dead who is really winning here right and that's uh, it's just insanity. But you have a clip here from Joey's sister. Yeah, <laughs> that the the Biden, the Hunter Biden story is getting interesting because I have my parents pretty much up to speed on a lot of stuff that's going on and mm -hmm. how much the stuff you're seeing in the news is absolute garbage. You know, it's non-confirmed sure. and all this stuff. So they thought originally like, well, no, there's stuff that there's like child porn and stuff on the Hunter Biden laptop and this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, no, that seems like it's real. <laughs> you know, that yeah. seems like it's absolutely real. But again, I do understand faking this stuff is possible. So you have to still be cautious, especially when the guy that had access to this, the guy from the pawn shop or the repair shop, whatever it was that Biden dropped the thing off at, is now allegedly in Sweden, I think it is. And they say they have a lot of gigs of stuff that's been recovered mm -hmm. from the laptop. So this would be the only source for this. I mean, I would question any of this stuff. Yes. Because they're is a possibility even if what they have is legit you could then add to that some things that are even worse so it's like be very careful with believing stuff because anytime somebody comes up with hey you know what i found and it was like 480 gig of pictures mm -hmm. and videos that have allegedly been recovered which if it was an old magnetic hard drive way easier to do than if it's an ssd drive because those do have a little more ability to overwrite the data instantaneously right. rather than on the old magnetic drives when you delete something you're just deleting in the index basically that it exists yes so until it gets overwritten it's still mm -hmm. there and there's a lot of people who don't realize that which is why if you're True. selling a computer oh. keep the hard drive or nuke the hard drive 
Yeah. Do you remember that thing? It was a great app. I used it years ago for a company uh, a laptop that they wanted back. And it was called Derek's Boot and Nuke. Right. Yes. Right. And that thing, I think it was a CD. Yeah. You slapped a CD in and then it had to run for like 24 hours and it fucking overwrote that drive like 900 times until it was wiped cleaner than you know, <laughs> yeah. one of Moose's food dishes after he eats. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Even Hillary's people couldn't do better. You know, I That's mean, it's, right. it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. overwritten. The data is completely yeah. gone. So you have to be careful with that. But uh, it's good to see that the Biden family tree is consistent on uh, on it's some amazing. Levels. Listen to her. He got those jobs on his own in Ukraine and China, and it had nothing to do with who his dad was. Stop. I think that's, of course, Chris Wallace. I don't know what show this is on, but he's he's uh, he's asking Joey's sister, Valerie. I didn't even know he had a sister named Valerie, but apparently he doesn't. There's quite a family resemblance, you know, in the look and then just listen to what she says. Yeah, yeah I've heard that he had brothers, obviously attached to some of Hunter's dealings. But oh, so this is Chris Wallace's new CNN Plus. I get, I'm not sure, Darren, because it, it just comes up cold with him, you know, questioning her. So I'm, I'll assume it is. I could be wrong, but it's it's definitely Chris Wallace. I'll well, if it's that. Chris Wallace's new CNN Plus show, then nobody yep. has ever heard this because nobody's watching <laughs> Chris right. Wallace. This is like yeah. unearthing. This is even better than getting stuff off of Hunter's laptop. <laughs> I think Hunter, I know that Hunter is a very bright. Well, that's a wait. That's interesting already. Yeah, the, I think. And then I know. Let me hear. I know. Again. I think Hunter. I know that Hunter is a very bright young man. I know that. Stop. He's- now, you just turned 52, didn't you? Yes. OK. And um, uh, Hunter's also 52. I mean, you're not an old guy, but you would you character characterize yourself as a young man? I would not. But I know people in the age range of 70 or up may still refer to people my age as a young man well it's weird it is weird but there's a great there's a great uh line on that when i was a kid i was a big johnny carson fan and one night buddy hackett was on oh buddy was hilarious buddy was the best big gun guy too but he had a massive uh personal collection of rare guns um and so it was his birthday and they, you know, they brought him a little cake, whatever. And, and he, I think he turned, yeah, he's turned 51. And so Johnny says to me, so buddy, how do you, uh, what, how does it feel to be middle-aged? And buddy goes, what are you talking about? How many guys, you know, 102. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Okay. Good point. So there you go. Closer to the end than the beginning. Yeah, definitely the back nine for sure. Yeah a Yale Law School graduate. He Stop. Oh, right there. A Yale yeah. Law School graduate. Right that That says, to me, probably pretty stupid. <laughs> well, okay. there is Just a big does. difference in an Ivy League education. Yeah. And, but uh, if you think he got in there on his grades and ability, police. No. Police. Which no. is the point you should make, I suppose, is that if somebody came up from a position of not having the rich family privilege and goes through Yale Law School, probably really smart. When your family has enough money to punch your ticket and get you through, there's no question people get ushered through with less than stellar marks. But I mean, that's how Hunter turned out to be 
a lawyer for some of these very big Chinese and Ukrainian mm. businessmen. Mm. It's on several of the, the, the world. Wait, I might get this wrong. Oh, well, wait. <laughs> wait. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, now, a now the family resemblance kicks in. Huh? Yes. The humana, 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 <laughs> I might get this wrong. Well, wait, were you, you know, what just scripted as the teleprompter broke in? What's going on? <laughs> The world, the board for world hunger or something close like that. Uh, something like that. Yeah, he was on some something, board. Some board, world hunger, world, you know, under pants or socks or some, something like that. Yeah. yeah, which again, there's a lot of people on boards who don't actually do anything. It's yeah. to, for them to be able to go out and say, well, you know, Hunter Biden, uh, the vice president's son at the time and mm-hmm. now president's uh, son, he's on the board. That gives us panache. That gives right. us some clout. Yeah. You could just be attached to the Bidens. How do you think he sold all that artwork for some big money? Because he's a talented guy. Exactly. You know, you got to look at this when you when you think about this, the 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 juice that the Biden name has. I mean, I was kind of drop jawed some time ago watching Tucker and he admitted that he had written a letter to Hunter. Apparently, they know each other pretty well, asking for him to. Uh, like pave, write a recommendation letter for his kid to get him into Georgetown or you know some high end school, right? And I thought that's fucking wild. This guy has you know a tremendously uh, popular show, a very recognizable face, certainly one of the you know one of the top broadcasters out there today, and he has to go to a fucking Biden to get a door kicked open at a school. Holy shit, that says a lot. You know where the power is coming from, exactly, and you don't have to be smart. To have power. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. And that yeah. he's been in, and he ran business, was involved in many businesses. So, yeah. So he's run many businesses. Well, she, she did a correction there as well as would like, I think I know. And it was, he ran, well, he was involved in. <laughs> right. Notice that? Yeah. What was the job he actually did? Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. debatable. Yeah. I mean, you know, Hunter is a Biden <laughs> well, that's okay. All right. Wow. There you go. There is the Joe Biden, uh, Joey influence right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I can say with certainty is Hunter is a Biden. He's a Biden. Mm-hmm. You can't, he can't run. That's his name. And he is, uh, he's a smart and capable and honorable and good young man. Honorable. You wow. Twice. Honorable. And he's young again. Now, you could be smart and not be honorable. I mean, that might not have been a lie. The honorable part, because I've known a lot of really smart people who were not good human beings. Yes. That, you know, one guy that I worked with for a while was way, way, way smart. Got a full ride to Northwestern. I think a perfect score on the SAT Mm. and then got into drugs. There you go. You know, and that's like Hunter Biden, man. That'll derail you. (laughs) That'll do it. Yeah, that will derail you. But there is no doubt there's some Biden family influence with big time. And we this is really going full circle because it comes back to people wanting the people in politics to be eloquent. How did Joe get in? Or maybe that's. uh, Yeah. Well, what's really funny about this clip is besides, uh, you know, the her her obfuscation in her uh, clearly she's you know she's she's a political animal whether she's ever held office or not 
is she's sort of, uh, you know, trying to give the impression that that Hunter got what he got on his own. Um, and if you look at his Wikipedia page, and as we know, Wiki is completely always canted, uh, favors the left. Right. Even they admit that just basically every fucking job this guy ever held um, was because of his father, you know, opened a door for him. I mean, he got nothing on his own ever. It's people hoping to get influence by being close to him, which I mean, it's a. Especially if somebody's an addict, that's a really bad card for them to have in their pocket. No, not good. No, because, you know, all you have to do is go, hey, give me money and then right. maybe I'll be able to put you in contact with the guy you mm-hmm. want to be in contact with. Sure. Which is where this investigation is going to be very interesting. As we know, there were emails that have been verified from the laptop that talked about the big guy. Mm-hmm. And the big guy getting his cut, and it seems like Durham is now, or no, that's Durham is the uh, the Russian collusion. He's, I don't think he's the one involved with uh, the Hunter Biden investigation, but the Biden yeah. investigation seems to be linking some bank accounts of Hunter mm-hmm. and Joe together. And that, for a lot of people, will be like, well, that's no big deal. I mean, I've had my parents on accounts when I was younger and now I've on accounts of theirs because, you know, if something happens, you need to have access to them. Right. Right. But it all depends what kind of money's coming into those accounts, I guess, because that's the, the line that should be drawn. Let's just say Hunter was doing something illegal in embezzling money or getting money from Russia or Ukraine or China for something. Well, if that money just went to him and stopped, you could make the case that everything was kosher or you at least could keep it insulated Mm -hmm. from joey but if joey is on the bank account that was used then it becomes a much murkier story which is i don't know i don't think you ever get to the bottom of this one i don't think they ever will i don't think any i think this is you know tempest in a teapot and i think it's all gonna go away i could be wrong hope i'm wrong but It'll be interesting with the next election cycle coming up, if this will play a part. The new guy that just took over for CNN said he wants to get back to fact-based reporting, which would be really nice for CNN. That would be nice. What's his background? I don't know. I need to do some more research into this guy. Yeah. I mean, I think they realize that financially what they're doing is failing now, which that makes it a lot harder Maybe he's going to be the guy that comes around that goes, you know, the wokeism at the expense of making money. That has to stop because otherwise Mm. you don't have an audience. And if you don't have money, you don't have an audience. Then what's the point of being able to push for your cause? Yeah. And that's the problem that I think we've gotten into is that everybody on a business level and personal level, or at least a lot of people have gotten way too wrapped up in the cause and are not really worrying about what results it's having for their company or their lives or whatever. I mean, I would not want to be somebody like Tim Poole, who's been swatted eight times. God, I guess he was supposed to be in Nashville for something. He like strums a guitar now and then. So he was supposed to do something at a bar in Nashville and credible death threats, according to them, Jesus, were enough to keep him from from making that trip and it's like that's just the insanity of the world now yeah that you just have to be prepared which is why when people like the president of france is like oh their self uh self-defense is not 
an excuse for doing harm to somebody. It's like, what? Did he say that? Yeah. Macron said, really? Yeah. And what do, it was uh, that in reference to some particular. Uh, it's like, yeah, call the, yeah, you're supposed to call the police, I guess, because uh, they, they just let you know, somebody okay. broke into a guy's house and then, you know, he was killed. And of course, well, you shouldn't kill somebody who breaks into your house. And I'm like, really? I, why not? Right. That's I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if somebody is breaking into your house, especially if you have children, then I think what you do? have every right to defend yourself. And you don't know when somebody breaks into your house what the threat level is i remember the story when robert downey jr was so high that he went into the wrong house and wound up in like some kid's bedroom and he could have easily gotten killed because you walk into somebody else's house they don't know what your intentions are right you know uh, assuming that everybody else is going to be like oh well that's just somebody walking into my house let me let me call a social worker right you know that's not how it works people should be allowed to defend themselves i know there are some people that don't believe that but i don't know if somebody comes breaking into my house and they break through the front door you know at three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. you don't have a whole lot of time to decide whether you're going to open fire or not yes and if you decide well no it's probably just some poor drunk or they're just some you know some kids breaking in because they need to to try to rob us because they need food but yeah. they wouldn't do any harm to people no you don't know the old that. bromide says when seconds count the police are only minutes away <laughs> yes they so, are yeah. and the uh the nine millimeter is sitting right there and that's much easier to use Mm-hmm. But when you start then putting those people who defend themselves in jail in some states and some countries, that's the way it is. Chicago, I mm-hmm. remember multiple stories where people got their houses broken into by armed assailants, shot the armed assailant dead. And then because, you know, it's illegal to have a gun within the city limits. Mm-hmm. Those people were charged. It's absolutely oh, nuts. sure. Yeah, it is absolutely nuts. But. We do have a couple of people to thank on today's show. Oh, cool. We are a value for value show, which we means we deep. put these shows out there and I get it. It's a hard time right now. It is. But any little bit helps. And we appreciate everybody that listens, tells a friend about the show, helps us grow yeah, the that, audience. That tell a friend thing. Don't forget that. That's key. Yes. Because if the audience keeps getting bigger and bigger and mm-hmm. bigger, then that is a system that all works itself out. Hmm. But coming in at 555, Captain Oblivious, who's obviously not oblivious. And he's in the troll room right now. So thank you. Great day. Thank you, Captain. Yes. I mean, really, can't you be a major yet? Have you not moved up the food chain? General Oblivious or uh, <laughs> Vice Admiral Oblivious? Com- How about Commandant? I always like that one. Or Commandant. Yes. Commandant Commander. You know, it's like, yeah. We will well, tell James, you. James James Bond was his his title was commander. He was a naval officer before he became a secret agent. He was Commander Bond. Ooh. Was a cool name. That's Biden's dog too. Commander. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one they had to cover all the news stories up because he was a biter? Was that the one? <laughs> yes. No. 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 He re- commander one. replaced the biter. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Moose would never bite anybody unless he really had to. Right. 
he would if he had to yes did he, he get any of the painters i mean that was the we last uh spoke when no uh, no he just <laughs> he's he's he he knows his role he's there as a warning system and then it's like okay you know what's going on now i'm gonna go ha- have a nap you know so that's right <laughs> and dogs love to nap we uh, he does he's a big napper yeah my uh, sister's dog who is you know finally getting over a little bit that my uh, brother-in-law passed away because that mm-hmm. was like her main guy he was the one that right. taught her all the tricks and so right. you know him just disappearing it would had a real hard time but it was no question who ruled that house the dog just mm-hmm. does whatever it wants to do but i mean a very well-behaved dog but yeah. all the attention in the world and i guess wakes them all up at six in the morning and it's like well what, <laughs> what did she start barking They're like no at first it's just a little cry like right time to get up mm-hmm. but if you then you know, if you're not up by like 6.15 or so, then the barking will start. It's like a dog with a sleep bar on it and the alarm clock. <laughs> right. You get a little more time. Right. Progressively louder. <laughs> yes. It's like this probably like, well, I'm up, so I'm hungry and you got to feed me. So yeah. you may as well be up, too. Yeah. <laughs> but also coming in at 10,033 sats, I didn't do uh, the I didn't do the uh, the conversion today because mm-hmm. i mean bitcoin's not looking good no <laughs> the no. cryptos go up they go down so it all evens itself out yeah but, but this of course from our buddy csb who was in two weeks ago and then like oh but you didn't do a show i'm like well that still counts yeah that doesn't it, we're, we're here now csb hope everything is good wherever you are but he has his note that says howdy larry and darren planet rage audience is invited to listen to ai.cooking podcast mm. spoken by gregory william forsyth foreman from kent just enter ai.cooking in your web browser or in your podcast player app and to visit my cartoons at comicstripblog.com yo this is the cheapest advertising csp can do (laughs) and he does this on this show he does this over on podcasting 2.0 and maybe on mofax or another one he likes to do the boostergrams Smart guy, good businessman, good it's artist. The way of yeah. the world where you can transfer money without any of those central mm-hmm. banks involved. You know, until Joe Biden makes it a felony to, well, he doesn't care because CSB is outside of the U.S. Yeah. But here in the United States, it's going to get a little bit sticky. But if you like what you're hearing here, you put a value, you put a number on it, go over to planetrage.show slash donate. All of the information is there. You can do PayPal. You can do a key, uh, hit the QR codes or wallet addresses if you want to do crypto. You can do the snail mail route. And of course, like CSB, you can boost if you're using a podcasting 2.0 app. And it's all fun. Support all fun. the show as you like because the entertainment industry is, well, garbage to be nice. And then we can. They're not your friend. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they are not. I mean, the Disney stuff, like the headline the other day, Disney coming out with their gayest movie yet. And it's like, why is this how you uh, promote this? Or I don't how about know. Apple with their pregnant man emoji? I saw that, that one. I uh, saw that. And I'm like, I don't even want to use Apple products. No, I use a Android phone as my main phone. I had an Apple phone here because it was free. You know, I keep thinking that I would like one of the Apple watches because they are functionally really cool. Although I also understand the the trade offs with privacy and mm. all of that. 
but the pregnant man emoji yeah i don't know what was your reaction to that were you like yes apple go <laughs> or it was more like go apple i'm done i was uh you know i thought what took him so long you know it's a it's, right, it's so right. it's it's so typical of what they are you know uh i i don't know i mean i had my first computer long time ago was an apple and that was my last apple product i didn't think it was very good so i loved the apple 2e but that was in an yeah. era where that was the king mm-hmm. and it was coming from a trs80 color computer which had 32 characters across the screen which i will still never understand yeah everybody else was 40 the trash 80 color computer was 32 <laughs> so when the world of bulletin boards came out it was so annoying because mm, all of the bulletin boards when you would you know dial in on your modem mm-hmm. and log in all of like the intro pages everything were formatted for 40 characters and then 80 but most of them stayed at 40 and having 32 meant the lines didn't wrap right and any graphics didn't sure. look right and it was no fun so i was happy to get to an apple 2e gotcha but the power you have in your hands now with the phone compared to the apple 2e or especially the trash 80 color computer is amazing and i just don't again apple this is to me kowtowing to the amount of people in the world that want a pregnant man emoji Mm -hmm. is what one one millionth of one percent i mean what is where is the call for this coming from it's i don't think it's a countdown i don't think it's that's the play i think it's just in your face this is who we are that's what i think just more virtue signaling well if you want to call it that i don't know it's so virtuous about it it's like well you know, we're, right we're, that's we're it they insane, think it's virtuous you know? yeah they think it's so. virtuous but that's because religion is dying mm-hmm. less and less people consider themselves to be religious right and that is being replaced by something and that is the dirty secret that nobody normally wants to talk but i've heard a few people but the mainstream media certainly won't talk about the fact that with the death of or the lack of maybe death is the wrong word but with less less and less people being religious or having that in their life they look for something else to fill that and that's where a lot of these causes come in including you know the green new deal stuff and the lgbtq and all of that it's like they're i don't know I think the uh, Christian religion is pretty good when it comes down to just live your own damn life and let other people do what they want to do. As long as it's not interfering with your life, who cares? Yeah. Well, you know, history repeats. I mean, it's not the new religion that, you know, 4,000 years ago was the golden calf. And now it's, uh, you know, it's the state (laughs) and, um, and, and various, uh, uh, social causes. That's what it is, you know? Well, and it really all, what it always comes back to it's you know it's it's man as god really that's what it is it's the it's the incredible uh um arrogance of it of uh you know we we control everything you know and uh they're so they're so fucking you know every time there's some great national <laughs> natural disaster it's like oh yeah <laughs> how's that going for you well yeah um, not even really, that, that's what it is enough look at but what, what they're saying is you know we, we, men can be pregnant you know men right. and women it's it's Fuck you all. (laughs) Well, yeah, and going right along with that, let's look at the horrendous mess that the airline industry is. Oh, and Petey Buttigieg, he's in charge of that. He was a pregnant guy, right? Or was his was he one of them? Did somebody else? I don't know. I think they adopted, but 
Yeah, I think they adopted, but PD, uh, yeah. Well, they, I see he's like the front runner for 24. They say he's the, he's the guy. They're going to they're gonna run him. Then I mm. think Donald Trump could win in his sleep if Buddha judges the guy. <laughs> I do. We'll and I, don't, I don't know. I really don't want the distraction of Donald Trump. I would much rather the Republican Party come up with somebody that has Trump's knowledge and ability to negotiate and steer the economy because even if you hate donald trump if you look at the numbers you can't argue that he had success in those areas you can go all day long about that he was a blowhard he was an asshole he posted mean tweets great but the results were there right if the republicans had somebody who i thought could get the results that weren't trump i would be really happy but i don't see it Mm -hmm. yet yeah you want we'll to run see. for president, Larry? No. no. <laughs> that, you know, that's, I got to tell you, man, of all the things, you know, your little kid, whatever, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, holy shit, that was like the last thing. Uh, God, I can't think of anything worse than any, any job in politics. It just makes me want to hurl. Yeah, really. it's not fun. And then people get into it, somehow stay their whole lives. And it's like, that's well, even yeah, worse. Because that's what they do. I mean, when people, it's the last refuge of the utterly talentless is politics. <laughs> and you can do nothing else when you don't have one fucking thing you can offer society. You can glad hand and kiss babies and sniff their hair. And maybe you'll get a job for life <laughs> like Joey. Really? That's how it works. I, I, hey, I agree 100%. The, the troll room's already printing up uh, bumper stickers, though, Larry and Darren 2024. I mean, we at least put out. Why am I on top of the ticket? You be the president. Take the heat. I'll just sit in the background. And no, I want to be Kamala. I want to be able to laugh at every question. You want to cackle? Yes. Like, what do you think about all of these dead children at the border? (laughs) Oh man, yeah. We would be great, man. We would run this country like it's never been run before. That's true. That's true. That may be good or that may be bad. And if you think, you know, we'd soon be assassinated. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, you think Tim Pool's getting a, a lot of exactly. heat. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that would not be good. But yeah. everybody needs to tune in to this week's That Larry Show. Well, and thank you. I, I actually know what I'm doing this time. This one's going to be about um, how procedurists are destroying the world. And um, what, what triggered it that there's, is, there's a very interesting story. I don't know if it went, it probably went national, but it was pretty big here in L.A. Is back in February, uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot by some asshole. Right. Right. And then she put up and a lot we, of money to get the dogs back, but not five, to 500, <laughs> 500 grand she put up. Yeah. Yeah. And then so so the, this guy, the perpetrator who was just like, you know, just they just got him cold. He's been in the joint for, um, you know, quite a while. <laughs> he was fucking released um, by because of a clerical error. And they don't know where the fuck he is. Nice. Okay. So there's your, there's your, and, you know, what's that? What's at the root of that? It's the procedurist mentality that our world has lapsed into where nobody has their own judgment. Just, you know, check, check a box, you know, click, a, click an icon, whatever. Do what that says. Don't think for yourself. So. Right. You committed a horrendous crime. We got you dead to right. But somebody checked the wrong box on a form. So we got to let you out. Exactly. Makes and that's happening sense. in so many ways. So many. Anyway. So what do you got <laughs> coming up for random thoughts? No idea. Darren. I never know. No idea. Okay. Until the morning wait. of. There My mom's go. been listening to random thoughts now. I don't know if she's listening to the other stuff, but uh, it was Wednesday Good. morning. She's like, oh, so can you tell me, you know, give me an inside what's going on on you know, your, your show today? And I'm just like, 
Nope. No idea. Nope. Yet. <laughs> I'm recording it in like a half hour, but I have no idea what will be on there. It's more fun for me if I have no idea what's going on. There you go. And hopefully more fun for everybody listening. Yes, sir. But we will be back for more rage next week, Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Oh, world 